0: Joy Foster, founder of Tech Vixies, and I'm here with the amazing Lynn artist. Thank you so much, Lynn, for joining us this morning.
1: Thank you very much for having me. I've been really, really excited just to just to sit and have a chat with you um, ever since the first time I saw you. It was about a year ago on, on one of the free trainings. So Yeah, we were just discussing
0: me. that, that it was yeah. about a year ago. Yep. So gosh, you've been through a huge change in a year. A lot of huge changes, absolutely. Would you um, say that your changes have been transformational? Because this is our transformational series. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so much about
1: transformation that has happened to me um, in, in a, I'd say, maybe two big ways um, and, and are still happening um, right right now as we speak. Um, and I think the first one um, that I went through was obviously the um sort of professional transformation. And that started with me about a year ago, as we said, um, uh, thinking, um, you know, gosh, I really want to, I really want to upskill myself. I I want to do something different um, and and feel a little bit more confident with my skills um, professionally so so that I can go out and find um, a job that is going to work for me and my family. Um, because at that time, I was in a job um, as a TA in a special needs school, which I was absolutely thriving in. I loved it. I was so passionate about it. I loved these children with all of my heart. I loved working in schools with any, any children at all. Um, I, and I literally was thriving at that job. But it was, it was draining me from my family. Um, basically. And my husband had um, his role was evolving as well. And whilst he was um, runs his own business from home, um, his this new role that he was sort of um, evolving through uh, was taking him away from home a lot more. And that was putting on a lot more um, uh, additional pressures in the home. Um, And it was such a a difficult decision for me to come to terms with and not maybe decision, but the thought process in my head when I started thinking, I think I need to change my career path, um, was so difficult because I loved what I was doing so much and I loved working with children and I loved being in education and it it was well and truly up until the day that I served my last day at my school was where I thought I was supposed to be. But I knew something had to change because it had to change for myself and it had to change for my family and I thought if I can do something to 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 better my skills and and then then the world is kind of my oyster and I can make things work for me and I can and I can get a job where I can work from home and I can be there for my kids more and I can take my kids to school because as lovely as working in schools are and as well as it does work for for parents and mums you know being term time only you still have to be there every morning Mm -hmm. and every afternoon until schools close and you can't be there for your own kids. And it's a sacrifice that, you know, you kind of had to make for a while. But I I think um, for for me, it was definitely the right time to think about that change and think about doing something for myself because I was also just constantly giving and giving and giving to others. And, and I, it, it just became time to do something for myself. So, um, last year, as I was on holiday, it is when I started having all of these thoughts and, and contemplating these things. And, and that's when I decided I wrote a load of goals down in a little book somewhere. I still have them. And I, um, one of them was look into social media training because I thought, oh, I, I quite like social media. I'm on it all the time, you know. Why don't I get paid probably twice as much as I was um, for doing something that I could really enjoy and work from home? I just wrote that down. I said, look into training of some sort. And um, through the powers of social media, I I saw the Tech Pixies name recommended probably in a thread somewhere. I thought, oh, I'll look that up. And I think you were just about to start your free training the next day. So it was a very timely sort of thing. Um, And that's that's where my journey began.
0: Yeah, I actually think I remember that because we're in a couple of groups and we get recommended, which is a lot of fun. And then you end up having a little conversation and then it's, yeah, it's nice when people actually come over and do the free training. So um, were you, were we doing the free training when you, when you went through it?
1: I think I literally found out about it maybe one day into it. So I was like a day or two behind. Yeah. So like we said, that timing was just absolutely crucial and, and probably meant to be in a way. So um, yeah, yeah. I remember, um, I remember sort of uh, watching, like I said, I watched your video for the first time, and I, I instantly sort of um, felt connected to you, and that's kind of what kept me going through it and, and kept me curious, so.
0: Well, I think that's, and that's actually one of the things we teach in the second video, um, in the second training, which is all about um, strategy in 2020, which involves video, because who knew we were going to live in this world where the only way we could see other people was through the camera lens um and actually getting people to have the courage to actually use video is so important um now what i love about what you've done though and i think this is really important for people who think you know oh you know lynn she ditched her ta career in you know special needs that's not what you did at all it was very heartfelt you had a really it was a hard decision to make but you have just pivoted within the education sector. You're still working in education. You're just working as an assistant to the editor of an educational resource website. So tell us tell us about that role and tell us how you're able to take your TA skills and apply that to um, the resource creating and what an incredible opportunity it is for you to help I mean, thousands of families, like it's not, you know, I mean, what you were doing before was amazing because you were working one-on-one with children uh, and really making an impact that way. But now the impact you're making is, is even more because you've gone into edu- educational resources.
1: Mm. Um, absolutely. And, and making an impact um, and, and having a job that um, has, uh, has such meaning to it means an awful lot to me. It's it's one of the what's one of the main sort of things I look for in a role is to be doing something that I know is helping somebody else that's always just, just in me it's just what I want to do it's what I want to feel I can't just sit in in an office um, and you know do accounts or something like that which is I don't wrong know with- many
0: tech fixes you can quite frankly <laughs> i
1: think you can connect these things to all sorts of purposes really can't you but um, so ha- having that meaningfulness in, in working in, in schools and as a TA is, is hugely important to me and, and I absolutely have um, been able to carry that over to, to this role. And now I am um, tapping into my more sort of creative skills and my, my new technology skills that I've learned to create um, and design and, and write content for all of these worksheets that now people are now using for homeschooling. Um, and, and if you uh, didn't have
0: that experience as a TA, you wouldn't be able to do this work. That's the part that I think is so incredible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, it, my experience goes from early years through to to primary to, to you know, and the combination of the special needs and everything. And, and I bring so many of those amazing, important skills that TAs and teachers have. Um, and right now, our, our TAs and our teachers are he- absolute heroes at the moment. And, and, and I just absolutely have all the respect for them um in the world because they're just being so brave and so amazing at this this moment in time and and um yeah so so these these skills that you 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 gain as the ta and or or being in education in, in whatever capacity um are, are so so important and and um I've, I've taken away so much from them um uh to be able to use in, in this new role and um and um, it's just working brilliantly for me because I do feel that I'm I'm contributing to to a bigger cause um, still, um, but I'm also using these skills that I have now, and and my confidence um, in myself is just you know shot through the roof really, and um, I've as a result I've already been rewarded with a pay rise. Um, what in, that's so awesome. Our- I know, um, you know, it, it, I just think, um, I just feel so incredibly lucky to have found this uh, this role and to be doing it and, um, and still making that impact and still supporting teachers and, and um, um, parents and um, carers uh, with, with these, um, these worksheets. And, and I think, um, uh, I don't know, two or three weeks into some of the first uh, few things that got posted on the website that I created, they were in the top five um, downloads as well so I, I must be doing something right and I feel like I'm in my element and I'm thriving again and, um, and yeah, it, um, I, I, I'm very, very grateful for that? Uh, Well,
0: there's a couple things in that sentence, which are awesome. Okay. First of all, pay rise. Everyone needs to give you a little, you know, congratulations. You're not the first person who've said that actually. We've had a few um, people who, you know, they'll go in and they'll, they'll, they'll get started with a job. And then, you know, within a couple months, they'll get a pay rise because the value, they can see the value of the work that you're doing. Um, The other thing too, that I love about what you said is that it had some of the highest downloads and, and I love the analytical hat you've got on there. Right. That, that idea that actually you care about the statistics, you care about the analytics, you can see, you know, you can you can leverage the, uh, the analytics to work out what's working, what's not working, do more of what's working, do less of what's not working, and cater to your community. So I think that's really incredible. Um, also, that you, you know, the way that you framed that is, is that it's not just that, you know, you're enjoying it, you're doing great, but you actually have statistical proof that the stuff that you're doing is doing really well. So I love that so much
1: my editor showed me that she took a screenshot of, of the downloads from from the website and showed me so I
0: just thought you might be interested in seeing this
1: today and and it was a real boost um, more than more than the pay rise really because um,
0: yeah um, I just love what I'm doing so it's great and I think the other thing I want to talk about is how you got the job, because I think uh, when we when people go through the program and they go looking for jobs and, you know, we, we well first thing we say, and you know, this is, you know, that you need to find your ideal employer avatar, you know, you really need to sit down and say what kind of a job do I want, who do I want to work for. Now we have some people that go and set up their own businesses, but we have quite a few people who also go back to work. So when when you are applying for a job, I mean, this is a big deal, because I remember when you posted in the group that you were you know, applying for it and then you got the interview and then, oh, my gosh, you got the job. And then it was like, you know, but it was not. I mean, there were a lot of applicants for this job. So tell us a little bit about the process.
1: Yeah, sure. So so I and, and there is a lot of comp- competition for these jobs. Um, and um, I felt because I was applying for um, a variety of, of comparable roles. I would say at the time, and sometimes I would get through th- to the first stage, and um, I was thrilled with that even. Um, and then maybe I didn't make it beyond that role, but at uh, that stage, but um, I didn't really let it, um, you know, bother me that much because um, I knew that sort of the right thing would come along. I think the key thing about the process for me was, um, well, I just happened to find find it flicking through social media.
0: Oh, interesting! Did. So you got the, so you found the job through looking on social media. <gasps> yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, I did. So, um, and, and I, you know, I clicked the link, and um, I, I read on, and I read the job description, and I thought, oh, okay, this, this sounds just like me. I, I at that point, I had no idea it would be as me as it was, um, but I thought, but the, the key is, is, is what I, I'm trying to say is, is that I had this sort of newfound confidence in me, and, and the, um, the backup of my my skills and, and my abilities to to A, to be able to rewrite my CV with that and with those details in them and with those skills in them and with Tech Pixies behind me um, and um, sort of re represent myself with a new CV, with a new me, with a new this or whatever new information about myself. Um, with a confidence that um, I probably hadn't had in the past. It was maybe just a bit more boring, really, but I, I upped my game in that in that area. And um, whenever I write a cover letter as well, I, I, um, I am very specific to the role that's just been advertised, and I'll totally start from scratch and rewrite a new cover letter, really aiming for what I think they're looking for. And I must have nailed it because you know within a couple of hours of applying you know she would gotten back to me and said oh can we have a, a a skype chat tomorrow um and then that turned into okay let's let's take a day or two and and sleep on it for a bit but we both kind of knew you know it was right and then she's like oh can you start next week Whoa. <laughs> wow I was, I was that but, but yeah I thought you know what why not why not try this let's see what happens it might not work out and if it doesn't it's not the right thing for me and if it does then it just might be. Um, There's so
0: much in there that you talked about though and I think uh, one is mirroring the, the cover letter and the CV to match the requirements that they're asking in the job which we've you know is very important using those keywords that they use as well so that you're speaking the language that they've put on to the job description. I mean that's really important. Mm-hmm. I also think what is really interesting is you had the confidence in your skills. You felt you know you knew the skills you you you'd been testing them out you've been trying them out so you know you didn't you didn't feel like an imposter anymore cuz you'd gone you'd gone through the course you <laughs> had moved in fact i think when i when we when we checked your results you when you did took the quiz you were a spectator and then now you're obviously a superstar so mm. you actually are the perfect example of someone who went from a spectator to a superstar um, but a huge part of that like you said is what's in between the two ears uh, you know, what you believe about yourself. Um, and that's why I personally think that the life coaching is really important. Did you find that the life coaching element of the course uh, impacted your ability to feel confident in your skills?
1: Oh, 100%. Um, oh, definitely. Um, the, the the coaching, the life coaching was, was just um, probably one of the most impactful parts of the course for me as well, because you're, you're in a group of, of like-minded women kind of going through the same things, um, whether you're, you have a business yourself or whether you're totally recreating yourself for a new career or you're just returning to work or whatever, you are in a group in these sessions with like-minded people sharing the same thoughts that you might actually be afraid to share, but somebody else said it and you said, oh my gosh, yes, that's me too, that's me too, and that's part of this whole community that is just so amazing um, and helpful and um, and and motivating and supportive, and it's just been so fantastic. The coaches are obviously incredible and just really make you feel at ease and, um, and happy to talk. And I, um, you probably gathered, I am not one to be in front of a camera. Um, I'm not one to put myself out there. I like to be behind the scenes. I like to sit and observe. That's who I am. But... This, uh, look, I've already done an interview, a uh, uh, filming in an interview with you. I'm here today, um, and something has changed in me, has transformed in me where I now raise my hand for those things. And before, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, you couldn't pay me
0: to do it. Honestly. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Because you're such a natural at it.
1: I'm serious. I know it's way deep down in me, I know it is, but it's like uh, it's taken 46 years to come out. <laughs> Um, and um, and part of that has has been down to this whole experience, um, and and definitely the coaching. Um, I've just enjoyed it, and 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 that's why I signed up to progression as well because you know I
0: don't want it to stop really. Um, <laughs> don't want it to end. Yeah, I know we not- do say once a tech fixie, always a tech fixie. But I we do we do have you know uh, just amazing women who are very active in the community and very connected and. Also, you know, once you've gone through the first level of coaching, you want the more you want the next level of coaching, right? So, you know, it's um, you, the, the progression membership is a lot more neuro coaching and a lot more deep coaching. And it's going deeper on the stuff that you touched on the surface in the first uh, part. I just want to I want to read off the you, I don't know if you know the new 12 coaching topics that we're going through, but I thought I'd read through them. And maybe yeah, sure. one of them will resonate with you. And maybe you can talk through one of those with me. So we, uh, we we've got perfectionism. Uh, we've got overwhelm. We've got imposter syndrome. Focus and intention. Values. Goal setting. Uh, compare and despair. Uh, time management and boundaries. Fear of judgment and um, cognitive bias, um, which is worrying that everyone's you know paying attention to you <laughs> when they're when they're not really um, dealing with negative feedback. Taking action and reflection. Um, resilience, change, uh, resilience and change and rejection. Uh, any of, what were, of all this stuff that I just said, was there anything that came out that you really worked through when you were on the program?
1: Um, Yeah, quite a few of them, actually. Um, Probably one that jumps out, um, you know, is is imposter syndrome, definitely, Um, because I, at the beginning, I didn't really know what I was going to be. I thought I was going to turned into a social media manager, and that's kind of, you know, what got me to the course in the first place. I was curious about it. I wanted to learn about it to see if it was something I wanted to do, but I didn't think that I could call myself one at all. Um, I'm not even sure I can now, but that's not because of imposter syndrome. Back to when I started, though, um, I, I think that you know, I was going through this course, having to sort of practice these things on about social media and and various skills and this and that. And, and as, as much as I didn't know what I was going to be or what I was going to end up doing as a job, um, as I went through that process of sort of feeling imposter syndrome and then sort of dealing with it and then sort of evolving into what I am now. um, Somewhere in the middle of the course, I no long—I stopped worrying about sort of the future and what I was going to be because, um, and that was probably one of the first times in my life that I've ever really done that because I sit there and don't we all, we all think about the future and we all worry about the next day and how's this going to pan out and all these thoughts start muddling up your mind. But for the first time, I felt really at ease with not being anything because I, uh, I probably had just left my job at that point um, and was kind of in that middle. Um, and I, I didn't know, I didn't have my next job yet. Um, and, but, but I felt this sort of, um, I don't know, I just felt at ease with not knowing what was coming next mm. for the first time in my life.
0: So- That's really powerful. It
1: really, it really did help me deal with that imposter syndrome um, and going through the stages of it and then and then sort of saying
0: goodbye to it really. Um, it what, is quite what you're talking about is so important. If you're if you are not worried about the future, we talk about this a lot, like creating an unwanted, undesired future that doesn't exist yet. If you focus all your attention on that, you're taking away from creating a future that you do want and a future that is... You know, fulfilling and stimulating. And so it's almost like you're, you free yourself from a future that doesn't exist and you invest in a future that does exist and know that, you know, the right thing will come along at the right time and that every decision you've made up until that point has been the right decision. And, you know, you look at your TA, job. And if you didn't have that TA job, there's no way you could be doing the work you're doing now, you know, and I, I think everything builds on each other, right? So people don't necessarily realize that. And I I mean, I had two businesses before I had this one. And this has been by far, you know, the, the most fulfilling, stimulating, you know, career I've ever had, you know, I've changed careers 10 times, I've, you know, returned to work twice, I've, you know, I've, I've set up three businesses, and, you know, but every single experience, leads to the the bigger picture. As long as you're as long as you're open to the bigger picture being something exciting and you know and thrilling and you know that resonates with you and not having this future that you don't want in your head all the time because when you're living in a place that doesn't exist that you don't want that's when you create something you don't want. So you have to you have to constantly, you know, and and, and actually I love what you said how it just shifted for you because What happens is it does take time. Um, In fact, in neurocoaching, which is, you know, I'm getting the certification at the moment, we know it takes 67 days for a full shift um, in your thought process, because basically when you're writing, uh, when you're when you have a thing that you say to yourself all the time, it just gets deeper and deeper embedded in your thought process embedded in your brain and you don't even realize that you're doing it and that's what's you know that's effectively your reptile brain it's the the part of you that keeps you safe and so um, it's designed to do that it's designed to like make sure that you're safe and protected and, and make sure that it warns you of any fear but you have to really use the prefrontal cortex the part the front part of your brain to reshape that by putting in new thoughts and you have to repeat those new thoughts over and over again and we know that it takes nine times Uh, uh, One negative comment, it takes nine positive comments to actually basically counteract that. And so what happens is the other thing too, and I'm sure you know this, um, a negative comment is really easy. I mean, it is so easy to say something negative to think something negative it is very hard to think something positive. Um, And again, that's all of your body and brain trying to keep you safe, trying, you know, go back to those days when we had to survive, you know, and then a lot of people still have to survive now. And, but the problem is, is that to, to get beyond survival mode and into thriving mode, something has to shift. And that, and that's, it's, and what we say is that supportive, positive, authentic relationships with women who are keen to learn and want to be empowered. You know, the idea there is that, the that supportive positive um authentic relationship is getting you on a, a daily basis is getting you closer and closer to that shift and that's where we we start to, we start to see the shift around six weeks for a lot of people um that's where it starts to happen and then as they go into the second you know the second um half of the program that the that's where you really see a change, but but six weeks. It's a great place where people start to make the shift. And if they, if they feel it and they embrace it, that's where after 90 days, it's like, yep, they've, they've made that full transformation. Yeah. And I love that you've made that transformation. It's so incredible to watch because I, you know, I always, I, I love watching students come in and I, we have, a, we have enough touch points with students. We know who they are and what they're doing. Very often know your names and what you're up to in your life. And, so it's, uh, it's not like it's a place where we've got so many people, we don't know who people are. If you're active in the community, we know who you are.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's just fantastic. And, and um, I know um, in, I, I started out in cohort 17, um, and then I took a pause in between because uh, my, my husband lost his dad around um, uh, the end of the year last year. So I took a bit of a pause, which was great to be able to do that. And then I jumped back on um, to cohort 19, I think. Um, and they were both amazing, um, but I've got my my accountability partner um, Aguda, who's out there. I think, and some of the other ladies in seventeen, they know who they are. We're still we're still cheering each other on, and um, and um, still in touch, and still working through things together, and everything. And it's just fantastic. Um, another thing I wanted to, to say, you we were talking about your career. You've changed career 10, 10 different times, and. And something else I can kind of relate to, um, to that before, probably when I first started and before the course, um, I, um, I've i changed a lot of different jobs here and there. Um, before I had kids and before uh, we moved out sort of to the country, I was a senior level PA uh, working in London and the same sort of career back in America as well, um, doing PA stuff. And that's how I knew I had the skills back then, but I knew I needed to bring them, bring them into the... Um, Current times um, uh, and and a lot of other different jobs before that when I first started out um, in um, uh, Special Olympics and recreational therapies and, and sports training um, in that sort of sense as well. So I've, I've moved around a bit. <laughs> my CV was long and it had to be sort of condensed or whatever and um, my average sort of time span in a role was probably not much longer than three years and traditionally I think that's you know, you think, oh, my gosh, that's going to be frowned upon. Um, and I used to think that and I used to think, oh, gosh, how, how can I, um, you know, sort of make that look good uh, or whatever. But you know what? I don't really care about that anymore because, you know what? Maybe that's just me. Yes. And, so and look at all of the experiences I've brought from each of those roles. As you say, you did as well. And all the things that you've learned from each one. And I don't think that anymore. I don't worry about that. That's how it looks on my CV or what, what are employers going to think about that? And I don't really think they care that much these days anymore. I think it's sort of a a more of an old fashioned way of thinking. Yeah, it's great, you know, to be somewhere for nine years, but that just doesn't happen anymore. I don't think these days, but anyway, another, another mindset shift change for me was that, you know what, maybe that's just me. Who cares? I don't, I don't anymore. So there we go.
0: I love that so much. I hope that resonates with a lot of people because um, I think people care too much about what other people think, and we all get caught in it for sure. Um, and but I, you know, it's it's about are you the right person for the role? Is the role the right place for you? You know, I'm a huge advocate of. It's not just don't taste just don't just take any job because, you know, that's and often what you'll find is people have come into the program. They, they've probably done that at one point in their life where they've just taken any job just to have a job. But what you realize is that's not a way to be fulfilled and satisfied. You you want to find a company that really cares about you and your progression, and you know that that wants to value your experience from all the different backgrounds, and that wants to um, to help you expand and mold and shape as a as a human and also as a employee. Um, and it's it's so important, and those companies exist they one hundred percent exist um, there's like no doubt at all whatsoever that amazing companies who are supportive of their employees and want to help them progress they do exist you have to find them and I one of the best um, pieces of advice I got from a uh, I was I was on a panel talking about setting up a business ironically, and the person before me was um, coming on to talk about finding your dream career. So I was there to talk about, you know, launching your dream business. And she was there to talk about finding your dream career. And it was such a great combination. And then we also had this woman who had been through hell and back and had launched a huge multi multimillion um, pound company. So it was really, really interesting to have all those different panel or stories. Mm-hmm. But the gal who was talking about her dream career, this is what she said. She said that she got really clear on what she wanted. You know, she wanted to be a CEO of a charity. That's what she, that in her head, that's like 100% what she wanted. And she cared about um, developing countries. And, you know, so that's kind of, that was her starting point. But what she did was she, on LinkedIn, she reached out to about 80 people who were involved in charities she was interested in and just said, can I have a, you know, a cup of coffee. Now these days you'd end up doing like a virtual cup of coffee. Uh, And actually I think a lot of people almost prefer it not to have to go into London and then come back. And, you know, I mean, it saves me six hours of travel almost every week right now. But um, so she, so she did these virtual coffees with 80 people. And then of course, in having these conversations, she let them know, look, if anything comes, you know, if you hear of anything or if you, you know, or if you guys are looking for someone, this is what I'm interested in. So she then ended up, I think she got, uh, she put in, Um, she, she put in 40 applications or something like that. She got invited to 10, 10 interviews and she got offered four jobs. And the reason I think this is significant is for two reasons. One, she did, she had 80 conversations and she had 40 applications. So she, um, she really went broad and she, she, she didn't just settle on, okay, that looks good. I'm going to apply for it for her. You know, she knew what she really wanted. But the other thing about that story was that she was interviewing them. Like at the end of the day, she was. It was she was going to be the CEO. She was going to be responsible for the company. So she was going to interview the company that she wanted to work for. You know that she wanted to lead, and she got it. And it was an, it's an incredible company. They do um, microfinancing in in um, developing countries to help women set up businesses, and you know she was really passionate about it, and um, you know and very successful at it too. But I think uh, I think that there's so many different approaches here. You know what I love about your story is you learned how to use social media, you found the job through social media, you applied, it made sense, it worked, it felt right, and you got it. And then look, you got this amazing job. And not only that, but you got a pay rise. And, you know, you're, you're able to work flexibly around your family. And you're not now tied into, um, you know, the school hours that you were tied into before, which, you know, were tricky. And also the amount of additional education you would have had to progress in that career, you know, was something that wasn't tenable for you so what would you say to someone who is on the fence because you know at the time of this recording our september cohort uh the doors for enrollment close at 12 o'clock today <laughs> now um, of course you know uh if you're listening to the podcast you've missed the september enrollment but there will be an october enrollment um so definitely make sure you get on our waiting list which is techpixies.com forward slash wait but what what would you say to someone who's on the fence about joining Tech Fixies? Um, they might be worried it's too expensive. They might be worried um, that they don't want to go into social media management. Uh, they might be worried that it's going to be that their, their skills are too outdated. They won't be able to keep up. What would you say to those those things?
1: Oh, Funny you should ask that because um, uh, on my way home from school run this morning, um, I got talking to um, uh, a lady who has a boy in in my son's class, um, but um, we we don't really chat very much, um, and so we just got walking home together at the same time. And she said, "Oh, what are you doing now these days?" Um, and I told her uh, about, a bit about my job. "Oh, how did you do that? Did did you did you do something to you know uh, you know improve yourself or whatever?" And I said, "Actually, yeah, I did." And I told her I got to tell her all about the joys of tech pixies and. And she said, oh, does it cost a lot of money? And I said, well, it's an investment. It's an investment in yourself. And it's something that I wanted to do for myself. And I would say to anybody that's on the fence, this is not just about, you know, gaining new tech skills or anything. This is is an investment in yourself um, because it's such, you know, a journey. And I'm still on a big part of that journey. And I still see some massive transformations happening in me on a personal level, not just the professional stuff. I've kind of felt like I've, I've done that and, and um, I, I wanna keep learning more skills, of course, but now I'm, I'm sort of, I feel this sort of bubbling inside of me of, of lots of um, little personal things that are starting to transform as well. And I want to be able to take those boxes off. And this is the thing that got me here is, is being on this Tech Pixies journey. So it's, it's, a, it's an investment that's worth every penny that you have um, in yourself in so many more ways than social media or technology. Um, and um, it's just been fantastic. And I keep saying, I just, I don't want it to end.
0: Well, you don't have to have an end. We love it. We, you know, you're such a valid, valuable member of our community. I think it's so important. Yeah. Lynn, thanks for your time. That was lovely just to get to go a bit deeper on your story. Cause it's such an important story. And I think for a lot of people, you know, particularly in the, You who are TAs, um, we want to fully respect what they do and the incredible work and gift that they give to our children because, man, oh, man, we need them. But we also want to respect the fact that people have um, options in life and that changing careers is an an option for for people if that's what they want to do and and if they're ready to do that. Um, And we're here for them if they want to do that with us. Yeah,
1: it's just about making it work for you. Whatever that is, um, go and do it.
0: Yeah, and if you're, you know, if your family life is suffering because of the job you're doing, that it hurts you and the family, and actually realistically let's talk about that, it hurts your job too. Because you if you're not fully able to, you know, if you're upset about not being able to be fully present at home, then the stress is kind of there at work too. So I you know, you're and I can imagine if you if you do feel like you need to have more time with your family and then you're you're looking after other people's children, it can get to a point where you're kind of like, I'm, I'm in a place where I need to look after my children too sometimes. So, you know.
1: And, and yourself, you need, you need to, you know, uh, reserve stores inside for yourself and that, that just wasn't happening either. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, an empty, ca- an empty cup cannot pour <laughs> into another cup. <laughs> you have to have a full cup and you have to take time out for yourself to fill up that cup, you know, you really do. Because you, you, you are, you're responsible for taking care of yourself. And by doing that, you are able to take care of others. But if you can't take care of yourself, it's very hard to take care of others.
1: True. Very, yeah.
0: Brilliant. All right. Well, we'll let you go. Get back to being a productive resource, educational resource uh, assistant to the editor. And, uh, and thank you for your time. Thanks so much for having me.